Hi, everyone, and we're back with more Budget Talk in this latest edition of From the Lobby with Jack O'Donnell. Jack is an Albany insider, the managing partner of O'Donnell and Associates, a lobbying firm that helps clients all over the country navigate New York politics. I'm Joanna Passeri, Director of Communications at O'Donnell and Associates. Today, we begin our deep dive into the many facets of this year's New York State budget, a $216 billion spending plan recently unveiled by the governor. Legislative hearings have been going on for the past month, and if you didn't know, you can get the schedule for these budget hearings and tune in on both the New York State Assembly and Senate websites. We're kicking off with the largest chunk of spending in the budget, education. Let's bring in Jack for more on this record amount of funding, no doubt driven by the pandemic. Welcome, Jack. Thanks, Joanna. Uh, Good to be talking to you again from the lobby, uh, to be talking about the budget. Um, and doing this deep dive into education. I mean, look, um, that increase is certainly driven by the pandemic, but also by the budget surplus. Uh, Education is very popular with voters, right? Both the the general public, but also especially with special interests like say the teachers unions. Um, This year's executive budget provides a, a, a $2 billion increase. Uh, in school aid, um, up to a record $31.3 billion in funding. I mean, that, that's, that's a big deal. Um, it's enough to resolve something called the AQE, which is the Association for Quality Education lawsuit, a, a lawsuit that was brought in 2006, where the court said, you know, that the state was not providing enough education. Uh, Elliot Spitzer didn't meet their goals. Uh, David Patterson, Andrew Cuomo, it's taken um, this budget surplus and Kathy Hochul to, to actually provide enough money um, to resolve that. But education is incredibly complicated. Um, we've got over 673 school districts across the state educating um, almost two and a half million children in kindergarten through 12, 12th grade. Um, public education in New York is really a significant commitment, both in in state money, um, but also in local and and federal spending, right? Collectively, that's about $75 billion uh, is really the largest area of state spending, as well as the the largest component of property taxes. Um, And and with this increase, it's a big deal. um, And the state, New York State, um, provides more um, per pupil uh, spending than anyone else in the country. Even before this, actually for the last 15 years, um, New York State is ranked as, as the highest spending. So um, I think it's time to see how that's gonna work and, and whether we're getting our money's worth. And the pandemic adding to all of that in this budget proposal, masks, COVID testing, COVID vaccinations, technology for remote learning, all of them new to the education budget thanks to COVID. Yeah, that that's also a big deal, Joanna, and, and a, a you know a factor here in the increases. Um, the state has distributed over um, four million um, masks. Um, those are child size and adult masks, right? Teachers and students. Um, roughly seven and a half million rapid tests to try to keep uh, schools open and and keep things going. 
Um, and then this year, there's a, a hundred million dollar um, over the next two years state match matching fund, um, a recovery from COVID school program that is really intended to help the schools and the school districts that have been th hit the hardest um, try to recover here. So some of the other issues addressed under education, pre-kindergarten programs, also popular with voters. Are parents' needs being met here? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's a mix. Um, I, I think that in some districts, people are happy and, and some they're not. But the, the state is putting close to a billion dollars annually into support to uh, pre-K. Um, that's access for about 136,000 students, um, including um, 125,000 four-year-old children and over 10,000 um, three-year children. So th there's definitely more to do, um, but the state has really, over the last couple of years, really stepped up in this um, pre-K area and looks like they're going to continue to do so. Let's turn for a second to higher education, also seeing an increase in aid, with the governor now focusing on getting more students to educate themselves after high school. Yeah, this was a big focus of Governor Hochul's budget. Um, she had a, a comprehensive plan in there to, to both make um, higher education more affordable, more accessible, um, but also try to help improve um, some of the, the, the schools we have. Um, Hochul's budget um, increases funding for higher education by over $2 billion. Um, or I'm sorry, that's a $2 billion increase um, in the last 10 years. Um, so that's a that's a lot of money. Now, some of that is cost of living and, and some of that is is um, other factors, but it really is intended to try to keep um, keep SUNY, keep CUNY um, really accessible for for working class uh, New Yorkers. There are also a couple really big things in there on higher education. Uh, the, the governor's budget um, designates uh, Stony Brook University and SUNY Buffalo as flagship institutions. Um, she talks a lot about helping them um, really increase the, the amount of money that they're getting from the federal government for research. Um, those, you know, increases in, in research or economic development drivers for their communities um, but they're also, um, you know, it supports when you're doing that research, you get better, uh, better professors um, and, and, and you get better students as a result of it. Um, I'll mention also that there's there's over $100 million in there for a new engineering building um, at the University of Buffalo, which is a, a, a big deal um, for Western New York, a big deal for UB, um, but also a big deal for us here at O'Donnell and Associates because we've been working on that for the last couple of years. I know that was a, a, a project they were really pushing for, and I'm glad to see that it's included. Uh, the governor included some money now for some non-traditional students, uh, part-time students, and then funding for workforce credential programs for those high demand fields. So she's really trying to bring in more kids. Yeah, and, and I think that's a big deal. Um, I think being able to, to um, be flexible, right? If there's anything that that we've learned um from this pandemic is that we you know we need to reassess kind of how we're doing everything and 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 that applies to education as well so um providing support for um, um part-time students 
you know, is a big deal. It, it also, um, the governor's budget um, fills something called the, the tap gap, um, which is, uh, um, you know, a, a, a cute phrase that we use to describe um, the gap between what students can get in federal aid and, and what they've gotten from state aid. Um, so that's going to mean a lot to both to students, but also to institutes of higher education across the state. Well, one hot political issue uh, getting some attention on the subject of education is the governor's plan to offer tuition aid to the incarcerated. Yeah, this is this is really controversial, um, or at least it used to be um, under under George Pataki. Um, the state put an end to aid for incarcerated students, right? It was very controversial. It was something he ran on. Um, but the world has changed a lot in, in, in those 20 years, right? Or 18 years since he was elected. And I think we have a, a legislature that is going to be much more supportive of this than we've seen in the past. Um, but certainly there are a lot of folks in New York who say, you know, maybe this isn't the best use of their taxpayer dollars. Um, that said, um, there are equally as many, or, or at least in the legislature, a lot of folks who are going to say, um, when people are paying their, their debt to society, let's, let's do everything we can to try to help them um, come out with some skills and some resources uh, to change their lives. Well, as you said, thanks to federal aid, we have a lot more money to work with here for education. Do you expect any significant pushback on the governor's proposal? Well, you know, I think we'll hear a lot about this um, tuition for incarcerated individuals, um, especially from re Republicans in the legislature. It definitely be a hot button, even if it um, has the votes to pass. But I think what we always see from the legislature is that they think there should be more. Um, it doesn't matter how much it's gone up. It's, it's never going to be enough. Um, you know, there's a lot of energy, um, especially in New York City, um, around free tuition at the City University of New York, um, and some of that is, is spilled over um, into the SUNY institutions as well. So I think it's going to be less opposition um, and more kind of energy around, is there a, a will or is there enough money to do more? Well, April 1st is the deadline for this budget, so another month and a half to go of this wrangling. Absolutely, but but before we get there and before we close this this podcast, I I just want to mention that we've got a, a special guest here with us today, um, my son oh. Thomas O'Donnell, um, who cares a lot about education. Thomas, do you have something to say? <laughs> he loves science and loves math. Um, we're really proud of him. And um, he's a great example of why education and why the budget matters. Yes. Well, does he know what he wants to be when he grows up? Not yet, maybe. <laughs> Do you know what you want to be? A police officer. A police officer. Oh, how wonderful. Well, that's great. That's great. Well, it was so great talking to you, Jack and Thomas, for some great insight on education. And we're going to continue dissecting the governor's budget proposal in upcoming episodes. Until then, check out our team's legislative preview and key budget provisions on our website at O'DonnellSolutions.com. And for weekly updates on what's happening in New York and Washington, D.C., sign up for our weekly newsletter, Monday Morning Memo, sent to your inbox each week 
right on our website. You can sign up for that at O'DonnellSolutions.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back soon from the lobby with Jack O'Donnell.